This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord. Good evening to you and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's a treat to be with you as we begin another week of broadcasting. And I'd like to introduce this week's theme by reading two scriptures. The first is from 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 26 to 31. For consider your calling, brethren, that there are not many wise according to the flesh, and not many mighty, not many noble. But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to shame the wise, and God has chosen the weak things of the world to shame the things which are strong, and base things of the world and the despised God has chosen the things that are not, that he might nullify the things that are, that no man should boast before God. But by his doing, you are in Christ Jesus, who became to us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption, that just as it is written, let man who boasts, boast in the Lord. And I want to read from Jeremiah, uh, Jeremiah chapter 9 verses 23 and 24. Jeremiah 9, 23 and 24. Thus says the Lord, Let not a wise man boast of his wisdom, and let not, well, excuse me, let not the mighty man boast of his might, let not a rich man boast of his riches, but let him who boasts boast of this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord who exercises loving kindness justice and righteousness on earth. But I, and I delight in doing these things, declares the Lord. So I think these verses clearly show that God's ways are not our ways, and our ways and thoughts are very different than God's. We're living in the end of this age, and I believe that the Lord is going to tap in on such men and women who fill the description of these verses. Look who God has used to fulfill his purposes. First off, I think of Gideon. And he came to, God came to Gideon and said, The Lord is with you, O valiant warrior. Go in this your strength and deliver Israel. Gideon replied, O Lord, how shall I deliver Israel? Behold, my family is the least in Manasseh, and I am the youngest in my father's house. And God, dealing with him, reduced Gideon's army from 32,000 to 300. He was completely 
outman out out numbered numbered right thank you true outnumbered by the enemy and yet he defeated the Midians. The Lord goes to Jeremiah as another example and says, Before you were born, I consecrated you. I have appointed you a prophet to the nations. And what was Jeremiah's response? Alas, Lord God, behold, I do not know how to speak. (coughs) I am a youth. That was in Jeremiah 1. Then he calls Jacob, who is a conniver and a manipulator. He called Rabbi Saul, who is known later as uh, Apostle Paul. He was a persecutor of the church. He chose Ruth, a Moabite, who is, the, who is in the genealogy of Messiah. And he calls Esther, a young Jewish maiden, and makes her queen in Persia. Incredible. How about fishermen and tax collectors, the nobodies of the earth, and turns them into apostles? So this is the, this is the basis of what we're going to be talking about these days. We that, really suit the picture, don't we? Really, God loves nobodies, or what the world considers nobodies, and uses them so they will boast only in the Lord. And for every listener, let your heart be encouraged as you hear this message. So what we're calling this message is, God speaks to the whosoevers that they might do whatsoevers. So it's all of us. God talks to these people a lot, as we'll see in the scriptures. And that's what's so big. We're going to be speaking of the scriptures that are written as an exhortation for every listener, Shelley, and for you and me to be encouraged in this hour when the world is really shaking and the nations in the world are shaking and Israel has weak leadership, and America has weak leadership. We all need to remember that God is the Lord. And he rules from his throne in heaven. Amen. We live in perilous days, and Jesus will build his church. And he said, the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. That's in Matthew 16, 18. That church will be made up of whosoevers are you willing to be one of those whosoevers let's look at some of the characteristics of a whosoever before you do that Shelley I'd just like to say that every listener who does not know the Lord whether you are Jewish Muslim or any other religion God is reaching out to you to know Jesus is the Lord He is the Prince of Peace, and He is the Holy One of Israel, and He's calling you, whosoever you are. Yes, whosoever. Praise the Lord. Matthew chapter 10, verse 32. Whosoever, therefore, shall confess me before men, him will I confess before my Father, which is in heaven. So right away, Jesus will confess your name before the Father, if we are willing to do what he says, whosoever therefore shall confess me before men. Hallelujah. Confession goes far beyond just saying you have accepted Jesus. It literally means to speak the same thing as he, to be in accord with him. It is confessing an allegiance to Jesus as your Lord. 
It is an acknowledgement of the truth because he came and said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Not just going to church on a Sunday or a Bible study during the week. And he also said, Shelley, no one, no human can come to the Father but by me. Amen, amen. So it's not just a Sunday gathering, but a trans a transformation in life. So my first question to you, as will be all my questions, perhaps, are you willing to be a whosoever? Let's look at Matthew chapter 16, verse 25. Matthew 16, 25. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. And whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. This life that needs to be lost is a, refer- a reference to giving up the soulish, the natural, uh, the natural life, that which uh, uh, is described in Scripture as the old man, the old temperament, the old view, the old perspective, and living under the headship of the Holy Spirit. And it also touches our flesh, Shelley, that the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, which every human battles for the faith that we would walk with the Lord, not in the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, or the pride of life, but saying, Lord, not my will, but thine be done. Amen. So we see thus far that a whosoever is therefore one who confesses Jesus before men. A whosoever is one who will save his life. I'm sorry, for whosoever will save his life will lose it, but whosoever will lose his life for God's sake will gain it. All right, Matthew chapter 20, verses 26 and 27. Whosoever will be great among you, let him be your servant. And whosoever wishes to be first among you shall be your slave. Again, it's so contrary to the natural way of thinking. It's so contrary to the world's mentality. And God's looking for whosoever's who want to be in his army in these end days. And the uh, way Jesus walked the earth was he didn't come to be served, but to serve. And in following Jesus... We walk in his footsteps, and we walk by his side. And he leads us and guides us. Amen, amen, amen. Judy, it's really exciting looking at these scriptures, because whosoever, God's looking to raise up whosoever's. So again, as I said, it's so contrary to the mentality of the world. And I'm thinking of a book by Andrew Murray titled Humility. And he said, Humility came down to earth, with Jesus. Are you willing to be a whosoever? Do you want to exist in God's end-time army? All right, let's look at Mark chapter 8, verse 34. Whosoever will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. I know we've heard this verse. A lot of people shrink back from it, but it's really, I think we've spoken in weeks recently that in order to gain resurrected life, there's a prerequisite, and that is death. So I want to repeat this. Mark 8, verse 8, verse 34. Whosoever will come after me, whoever will follow me, let him deny himself, 
take up his cross and follow me. So in clear, specific English, whosoever is the one that will deny themselves, take up a cross and follow Jesus. And the wonderful news, Shelley, is when we know the Lord and live for him, his spirit, his Holy Spirit lives in us and guides us and gives us the wisdom, the courage, and the strength, and the humility to walk the way he walked. Hallelujah. And in this age, strong believers are needed. And we, in the name of Yeshua, in the name of Jesus, are calling every listener to take heed and walk with the Lord the way of the cross, where there's peace with Yeshua. Hallelujah. So again, a quick review before we close. Uh, whosoever is those who confess Jesus before men, uh, whosoever will save his life will lose it, and whoever will lose it will gain it. Whosoever will be great among you, let him be your servant. And uh, whosoever will come after the Lord, deny himself, take up his cross, and follow the Lord. Father, we thank you, Thank Lord. you, Lord. We thank you that you're reaching out to millions of people with yes. these words. And Hundreds of it, millions. This word affects Judy and I yes. and every one of our listeners who willing and desire to be uh, whosoever, and as we'll talk about this week, whosoever's will do whatsoever God calls them to. For we your glory, you Lord. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. That's ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.